Schultz, and you're listening to Looking Up with Don. This is the Looking Up with Don podcast, episode number 126, for the week of June 1st, 2022. The related website for this podcast is donmacholtz.com. That is spelled D-O-N-M-A-C-H-H-O-L-Z.com, two H's. What's up in the sky this week? As our week begins on Wednesday, June 1st, the moon will be a thin crescent in our evening sky. By next Tuesday, June 7th, the moon will be half full, that is, near first quarter in our evening sky. It will be setting shortly after midnight. In fact, first quarter will be on Tuesday, June 7th at 0213 Universal Time. This is a good week to get out and view the moon. With each passing night, you see more and more of the moon beginning with the thin crescent, then earth shine. Earth shine is when the non-lit part of the moon is illuminated by light from the earth, and the earth shine part has no shadows. Spend some time looking at it with binoculars or a telescope. In the morning sky, we have a line of planets and now the ones visible to the unaided eye are in order. Mercury appears closest to the sun, then Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. They will remain in this order for many weeks. Two fainter planets are in this mix. Uranus is between Mars and Jupiter, and the planet Neptune is between Jupiter and Saturn. You might have noticed that Venus is not as bright as it usually is. It sits at magnitude minus 3.95, about half as bright as it gets at its brightest. That is due in part to its distance from us on the far side of the sun. On June 16th, Mercury will be at its greatest elongation, that is, its furthest distance from the sun, as seen from the Earth. And around that time, let's do a project where we will look at all the major planets in the course of only a few minutes. You can do that now, but you might also want to include the moon, our moon. And to do that, you'll have to wait until at least June 13th. Before that date, the moon will have already set by time Mercury rises. What I'm suggesting, and I'll talk about this more next week, is to see all the major planets in order, then in reverse order in the same instrument. This means you, wait, you need to wait until Mercury rises, because that's the first planet, then see Venus, our moon, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. 
Then from Neptune, go back in reverse order through the planets to Mercury. We have a meteor shower coming up this week that almost no one knows about, but it is one of the most active of the year. It is called the Eritids, with the meteors coming from the part of the sky where the constellation Aries is located. This time of the year, that is in the morning sky, not far from the sun as seen from the earth. And therefore, this is known as a daytime meteor shower. Our best shot of seeing these meteors is in the hour or so before dawn, facing east and watching for the meteors. The peak of this shower is next Tuesday, June 7th, but the shower actually goes on for a few weeks. Many of the meteors might be moving upwards from the radiant. The source of this meteor shower is the Mockholtz Complex. The Mockholtz Complex is a series of comet groups, meteor showers, and asteroids associated with a comet that I discovered in 1986, now known as Periodic Comet 96P slash Mockholtz. On Monday evening, May 30th, and into Tuesday morning, May 31st, we had a meteor shower. This meteor shower is known as the Tall Hercules, and it is leftover material from the comet Schwachmann-Wachmann 3. That was discovered in 1930. Some predictions were that this could be a very active shower, maybe even a meteor storm. The particles causing this came from the breakup of the comet in 1995. Well, how did it turn out? The meteor storm did not develop but we did have a nice, moderate meteor shower. The meteors peaked at about the expected time, 0500 universal time, and then tapered off quickly. The rates to the unaided eye were between 10 and 20 meteors per hour. Meanwhile, meteor camera systems recorded faint meteors for four days leading up to the peak. I'm guessing that the material came from previous passages of the comet. This has not been confirmed, and more research has to be done before we get some answers. On Twitter, I saw a lot of people reporting their results, but no one seemed discouraged by what they saw or by what they did not see. I'm thinking that this is because well in advance... With every news bit about the meteor shower, the observers were warned that this meteor shower might occur or it might not. They took the field knowing it could be a win or a loss. Well, actually not a loss, because going out under the night sky for a while and watching a few meteors is a win too. Will you be able to see the International Space Station this week, which for our purposes begins Wednesday, June 1st through Tuesday, June 7th. It depends upon where you are located. Now this week we have four zones. 
All you need to know is your latitude. Two areas will not see the ISS this week. North of 45 degrees north, it will not be visible. And just south of the equator, between the equator and 25 degrees south, the ISS will not be in your sky this week. Now, between the equator and 45 degrees north, the International Space Station will be in your evening sky for at least part of the week. And between 55 and 25 degrees south, the ISS will be in your morning sky for at least part of the week. To determine where you can see the International Space Station, go to the website heavens-above.com, enter your location, then click on ISS. Now, up all night is Comet C-2017 K2 PANSTARS. It's presently at magnitude 9. Now, this comet is plotted in Podcast 126, Maps 1 and 2. But if you want more accurate positions, go to the website heavens-above.com and click on Comets. To recap the podcast, what's up this coming week? If you want to see any planets, get out there in the morning. And over the next week to week and a half, go out there in the morning sky before twilight and see some meteors from the arid meteor shower. You have been listening to Looking Up With Don, podcast episode number 126 for June 1st, 2020. I'm Don Machos. Once again, the related website for this podcast is donmachos.com. That is spelled D-O-N-M-A-C-H-H-O-L-Z.com. Two H's. You can contact me at donastronomer at gmail.com. Once again, that is donastronomer at gmail.com. God willing and pod willing, I'll be back next week for another episode of Looking Up with Don. We have our lineup of planets in the morning sky. All that and more. Thank you for listening. See the sky this week. I'll see you next week.